Welcome everybody to the Beards and Bros podcast. We're back. So I've noticed your light is a little red. Everything is red in your in your world currently. Yeah. Oh, for crying out cornflakes, Tim. This was so much better. How about now I look like now you look you're being questioned. (laughs) Yeah. Where were you on the men at 15? You know? (laughs) I look like the that's me in the corner. <laughs> oh, how about man. that? Is that any better? That's probably not any better either. No, that's all right. That's better actually. Okay. That, okay. You have we'll do that. You have other colors than just red in this. Yeah, <laughs> red rum. Christmas, <laughs> Timmy. Okay, red rum. Red, red rum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that holiday is uh, past. We can't say that anymore. Yeah, uh, very true. Very true. Yeah. It's that time again for the Beards and Bros podcast. Help us out and give us a share in your favorite social media outlets. Shout it from the rooftops. Have a plane fly a banner for us or just send a text message. Enjoy the show. And here's your host, Jude and Tim. Uh, so, yeah, we've we've been away for a few weeks. Um, things changed. So not only do we podcast together now, but we work together. So. Yeah. Again. Again for the second. Again. Yeah. Yes. We are working together now. I see Timmy like five days a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's a little bit of a drive for me, but you know, I'm adjusting. You are. You it's are working out. I'm sleeping better than I'm up and moving and my feet don't have on like a schedule. Do. What's that? How are your toes? Better. Yesterday yeah. they were painful. <laughs> I told you for about two weeks, buddy, your feet are going to kill you. It's just my pinky toes, too. It's weird. Yeah. It's that concrete floor, man. Yeah. That concrete floor walking back and forth. And, like, people used to laugh at me whenever I told them, yeah, I do, like, 20,000 steps a day. No. You work at a you work at a store. And your store's not that big. Yeah. And, wow, you're proving me right now that you're walking 20,000 steps a day. Yeah. Yeah. I, walk I mean, 20,000 steps a day. Essentially, you're almost walking 10 miles a day, you know? every day yeah you know my days off i look at my like i can tell you by looking at my samsung health yeah. my days off <laughs> same <laughs> but like yesterday like, i did paperwork like 15, something at eleven thousand. you know <laughs> right it's like fifteen thousand, sixteen thousand, twenty thousand, one thousand. right <laughs> right yeah i was off that day right <laughs> you know <laughs> when it says did you even move you know <laughs> yeah yeah, or my watch goes, you should get up and move, fat ass. Yeah. You know? Where are you, watch? <laughs> Where so, have you been? <laughs> we do a lot of walking now. Like, people don't think we do. A, we do a ton of walking. Like you yeah. said, nine to ten miles a day. You know, that's a lot. We're getting our cardio in. Yeah. I could eat three cheeseburgers. <laughs> or Rebecca rips on me for my, th- what's she called? My 34-minute hot dogs. Yeah, you see that? Did you see that report? Yeah, I, I saw it, but I don't really know if that's true. I mean, come on. Here's the thing, though, too. That's the time off the end. Yeah. You know, if it was time in the middle, I'd be like, right, right. It's like if I was in a like hot dog coma, you know, right. for a couple years right. because you know, I ate too many hot dogs. You know, <laughs> that's the my kids are wiping my ass time period. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, all the damage has been done by that point, you know. <laughs> right, right. And if you're worried about hot dogs, let me tell you about what I did to my liver, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's fun. It's fun working together again, you know. It, um, I have a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We work well. Like people have been saying that, you know. Yeah. Oh, you and Timmy work well together. Yeah, we do. Well, so yeah. we understand each other, mm-hmm. which yeah. is scary sometimes. A little, but <laughs> a little, but you know. Like Karen told me today, Karen's like, "Are do you work tomorrow?" I was like, "No." I said, "But Timmy will be here." She went, "Oh, so it's like you, okay." Like, <laughs> it is a little. I mean, I'm still yeah. like feeling everybody out, so I don't like you know. Don't become that weird new guy, but. Yeah, like like I always say, don't become that uncle at the reunion that hugs you just a little too a little long. Too long, yeah. That's Jim. <laughs> That's Jim. Okay, Jim has the stash and the yeah, look. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so his son, buddy. So he doesn't look like the hugging type, though. 
He is not. Yeah, he's not cuddly. He's no. not cuddly. No. Not at all. Yeah. Jeff, on the other hand, Jeff will hug you. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I like Jeff. I can see that. Yeah. I like Jeff. Jeff's a good guy. So but, you know, working together, working together is fun. It, 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 is. it is fun. And you know, I get to see him more and we uh we do work well together, I think. So yeah. Yeah. I think you know, well, we have a solid team, so we'll we'll get, you know, we'll help you continue to work you've been doing. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, like, you know, be, whenever it was funny, like when we were doing, when we were doing the podcast before you worked for us, I would give you all these stories and you're like, oh, okay. Okay. You know, <laughs> now do you understand? Now I understand. <laughs> like, now I get see? it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wow, those stories are really far-fetched. Now you're like, wow, those stories, they're, they're real. real. They're for real, for real. <laughs> Putting a face to the name. You're like, mm-hmm, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So. Like, I don't really know you, but I know you. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about I've heard about you. <laughs> oh cool. man. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, uh, so Jude and I were kind of trying to figure out what to do. And we, you know, we were throwing around an idea for just Thanksgiving, but that's I think Thanksgiving Thanksgiving's fun. I don't know if it's if it's our time frame podcast fun, but I don't more know to, if it's two hours fun. Yeah, yeah. More to come on that one. We're, we're, we're coming up with some ideas on it. So what we're yeah. going to do this time is we're going to revisit the State of the Union that we did, or State of Our Union that we did, um, because it came out a little echoey because we were too close. And, um, you know, so maybe we didn't get all our points through like we wanted to. And a lot of things have happened since then. So <laughs> The world has gone to shit even more. Yeah. <laughs> We continue yeah. to just live and go above and beyond to try to take ourselves down. <laughs> we 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 are a hold my beer society right now. <laughs> yeah, yes. you know it can't get any worse than that. I'm wondering. And then it gets worse than that, right? I'm wondering if, like, you know, if if whatever higher power there may be, whatever you might believe in, was walking past our specific ant farm that day and bumped it and knocked it off a table. And he's just like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. You know? <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Anybody have a magnifying glass? Those ants are mad. They're here? fighting each other again. Son of a... I thought we were getting past that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Don't you understand? That's the end times right now. Uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. It's just so... There's just so much happening. The elections are coming around and... Oh my god. That I whole thing. Glad when they're over. I already get like four or five text messages a day. You know, did you go out and do your American duty? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. And, and the thing is, is the funny it's so funny because as I've said on here before, I am a I am a card carrying registered Republican. Do not hold that against me. Hence all the red. Anybody if anybody knows <laughs> what's that? I said, hence all the red. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if anybody that knows me knows that that's that is not who I am. Right. On here's my thing. I'm kind of a middle of the road guy. Okay. It just when I was younger and registered to vote, I went, Republican. you know, so um I'm getting all these text messages and everything about, you know support former president trump and support this person and support that person and i'm like uh if you only knew you know <laughs> so no i am i am very much a in in you you know this i'm i am the guy that will form my own opinion whether i'm republican democrat or purple yeah you know it it it, it i i i have my own mind i have my own thoughts you know i'm not going to be you know I'm I'm not going to be led to the slaughterhouse and then go, do you want to kill by hanging or do you want to kill by a bullet? No, I'm not, you know, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm getting all these text messages. I'll be glad when the election's over. Um, and I have my thoughts on that. We can talk about that with the election and everything like that. Yeah. What's going on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cover that again. Like I said, I just wanted to revisit it because I think a lot of people probably didn't listen to the episode um, because of that. And that was 100% on us. You know, we, we didn't hear the echo until we recorded it and listened to it and went, wow, there's an echo, you know? So yeah. Yeah. So what, 
what's one of the biggest things that you want to talk about for this? Um, because I mean, obviously we covered a bunch of different things with the other one, but I think because other things have happened and, and not only that, that I think the things that we've talked about continue to either get worse or, or just always there, you know, what are, what's one of the one, what's the thing you want to kick off with? So, you know, it, it's all encompassing with a lot of this stuff. Like one leads into this, leads into this, leads into this. Um, and it just, there's so much, and I don't mean to be a Debbie Donner, but there's so much bad in this world right now. Um, whether you're talking about the election, whether you're talking about Israel, what's going on there. Um, or whether you're talking about what's going on with, with former president Trump. Um, or the government or the election, you know, it's it's all encompassing. I think you could pick wherever to start and we're not going to stay there because it's going to lead into one other thing or it's going to lead into this or it's going to lead into this. Um, and I actually, I actually got into an argument with a person here the other day on Facebook that um, I want to touch on that, on, on the subject of that too, which is the, and, and I know I'm going to piss somebody off by saying this, um, the Bible thumpers, you know, um, if you're going to run on Facebook and, and I'll just lead off with this. If you're going to run to Facebook and post all kind of Bible verses that support your narrative, but then whenever somebody posts a Bible verse that kind of contradicts what you're saying, um, and then you get real defensive real quick, um, I have an issue with that. You know, I I have an issue with people using religion as a offense. Um, because I was just raised differently with, with religion and stuff like that, and you know, people are like, well, you know, John, blah, 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 blah. And I won't get into verses or anything like that. Um, you know, it, it says that God made a man and God made a woman. And, you know, the man should cleave to his wife. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you identify as a turnip, you shouldn't, you know, whatever. Um, but and not not to offend anybody. But, you know, if a, if a man, here's my question. So we'll start off just with a banger. Um, if a man wants to identify as a woman, that's their decision. If a woman wants to identify as a man, that is their decision. So here's my question for all the Bible thumpers out there. And I actually hope somebody answers me. Here's my question. How does somebody's decision affect your salvation mm -hmm. i would love to have an answer to that you know uh, my yeah. decision or someone else's decision on who they want to be is not something that let's just say when you pass away you come to a pearly gate and saint michael is there or you know gabriel is there and goes, hey, Timmy, um, I, I I wish I could let you into heaven, but George over there calls himself Michelle, and I can't let you in. Yeah. What? You know what I mean? So, yeah, what does somebody's decision have to do with your salvation? Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, what does it have to do with their life in general? What is it hurting them? Is it, is it hurting any kind of money you're bringing into your home? Is it, you know, you know that's what I want to know. And, it, and the, I think the answer that I'm going to give to that question, and I'm not a Bible thumper by any means, mm -hmm. is that unfortunately what's happened with religion is become the fact that everyone that go, not everybody, but a lot of the times people that go to church then feel like they're, it's upon them to become recruiters for that faith. And that's not how church should work. Well, it and it does. Again, this is a lot of people don't realize that I I am a lot more religious than I put off. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
says in the Bible, Jesus says, go and make disciples. That's what it says. It says, go make disciples. So for the people to leave church and go, I need to go out here and I need to do recruiting. The Bible does say, go make disciples. The Bible also says, love one another as I have loved you. So the Bible also says that you shouldn't have tattoos. I don't see anybody coming out here right now and yelling at me because I have multiple tattoos or saying that, you know, well, the Bible says you shouldn't have tattoos. I don't see anybody saying that. The Bible also says you shouldn't eat shellfish. I don't see anybody saying anything about that. I'm not getting you know, on my shrimp. I ain't giving I just, we just had steak and shrimp tonight. So, <laughs> you know, um, but like, I hate the people who pick and choose the Bible and weaponize. Okay. Um, because the weaponization of the Bible is not meant for, or the Bible is not meant to be used like that. Um, uh, it's not meant to be weaponized in order to get you to believe. Like if, if your religion says you need to weaponize the book that you stand behind in order for me to agree with you and follow, you know, this person or that person or anything like that, I don't want to be a part of your religion, you know, um, I, I, I told Jeff this the other day, because you know Jeff and Betsy, they're 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 very religious. Mm -hmm. And I and I love that about them. Um and we were talking the other day and I told Jeff, you want to know what the hardest thing in the world to do is believe. Hardest thing in the world to do. Hardest thing in the world is to believe. Because we are a society of if I could see it, touch it, feel it, hear it, whatever, then I will believe in it. But then when we're asked to believe something that we can't touch, feel, see physically, you know, um, that's the hardest thing in the world to do yeah. is to believe, you know. So, um, but whenever you weaponize that or not even weaponize it, just you're picking and choosing what you want to throw out there to support what you're saying. Um there's, there's a lot of things in between those things that contradict what you're trying to say. Um, and just, it, I haven't, I, I will say this and I'm not, I'm not proud of this or anything like that, but I haven't been to church in years. I haven't, uh, and that's my choice. Um, it's just because of what people try to do and I don't agree with it. So I believe what I want to believe. I I feel how I want to feel. And that's that's on me. But I'm not pushing that on anybody. You know, I'm not saying, well, you're wrong because you don't feel the way I do. And I have a right. verse over here that proves it. Um, I'm not that person. And I won't be that person. Uh, like I said, a lot of people don't realize that how much religion I know. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't flaunt that by any mean stretch of the imagination at all. But if you're going to come at me with that, just know that I know a lot more than what you think I do, mm. you know, and, and I will, I will question, you know, a lot of people don't like to be questioned anymore. You know, they think that they should just say something and you have to trust. That's that, it. Really. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't play that game, no. you know, very evident work the other day. I'll play that game. You know, if you're going to come at me, you, you better be ready for me to question you. Right. You know, if I, if I have any question, I will question you, you know, and I expect an answer, you know? So, yeah. 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 So I, I want to change a little bit about how I kind of approach that. When I said recruitment, I don't mean it in the sense of like, you know, Hey, you know, what's your belief in God having conversation, maybe mm -hmm. saying, well, look, you're, you're always invited to come to the church, whatever, that kind of thing that doesn't bother me. It's when people are like, mm. well, you know, if you're not, if you're not Episcopalian, then I don't even know why you're, why you're existing. You know, <laughs> I'm, you know what I mean? People that do that kind of recruitment drive me crazy because then that deters me more and more because I have, like oh, you I... said, we have our own belief system, right? Right. I believe right. in certain things the way that I want to believe in them. And, you know, I don't, I try not to question how somebody else believes in it. If you do or don't or whatever, it's your right and your 
you know, basically your human tendencies to choose things to believe in. And that's just how we function, whether, you know, right. I, I'm not going to try to tell somebody they're wrong, you know, unless it's something crazy. Like I'm right, killing right. somebody every day. Well, keep me, I'll, you know, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, well we, we need to talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from a um, distance, you know, <laughs> I had, yeah, I had a friend of mine um, who was Catholic and we were out at a bar one night and don't ever mix alcohol and religion. Uh, um, Cause he got real mad real quick <laughs> with me. Um, we all know how I feel about the Catholic religion. It's not a not a secret, you know. Um, but he proceeded one night to tell me how if he and I were in a car accident and we both died, he's gonna go to heaven before I do. Because he's Catholic and he has he has precedence over me because I'm not Catholic. And I looked at him and I went, You are fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Oh no, no the the the, the Catholic Church." I went, but, 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 uh, "Stop!" Mm-hmm. Catholic Church tells you that, you know. Um, the lottery tells me I can be a millionaire every day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's about the same amount of clout that I give that. You know, um, and yeah, you know, well, I'm Catholic, so I have precedence, and I'm Catholic because of this and that and everything else. And um, I lost a friend over that one you know you yeah know, whoa hold on you know i so i, I agree like with I'm, you though i don't yeah yeah i feel like i'm pretty lucky in that sense with you know my so <laughs> i know i've said this before that my aunt is she's a nun and mm-hmm. my dad's yeah. side of my family very catholic um but it was never pressed upon me even i mean i don't know if my my mom had those conversations with my dad's side of the family about like, you know, but I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm not, I've never been baptized. So, you know, I was, I, I was, I was baptized. Um, I had two people, I had two people in the church, um, that brought me to the church. Um, I know this is going to shock a lot of people, but I wasn't the most behaved kid whenever I was a kid. I know. Shocking. <laughs> um, but I had two people in my life. Um, Regina and Harry Deffenbaugh. Um, love them to death. They are the reason why um I even got started with the church. They were our youth, they were our youth group leaders. Um, whenever I was not the nicest person. Um, and they told me, why don't you why don't you come to church? You know, and I was a kid, you know, and they made it fun. Uh, Harry and Regina were very much a, they loved going to Disney. They went to Disney all the time. And, um, they were very much like loved kids, wanted to take care of the kids of the church. And they, but they, you went there because of who they were, but then you learned at the same time. Yeah. Um, they never gave up on me. They never gave up on a couple of my other friends too. And then them bringing me to the church brought my parents to the church and, you know, um, my parents used to do disaster relief with church and brother, and they went all over the place with disaster relief. They they were both baptized, my mom and my dad. Um, and, but they, they weren't the type of people who were like, you need to come to church so we could save your soul. Mm-hmm. No, it was, you know what? You need to come to church because there's other kids here and we think you have fun. Okay. You know what I did? And then. It went from going to church to I was a member of a group called the um, District Youth Choir. And and we toured all over the place. We had a spring tour. We had a fall tour. Uh, met a lot of phenomenal people there. Uh, met my one friend, Mike Nair, uh, Clint Fogey. Um, and here's the thing with Clint Fogey. We were really good friends in District Youth Choir. Um, and politics, politics broke up me and Clint bullshit should have never happened um if if he listens to the podcast i love you brother i'm sorry for what happened um but yeah like it that that split us up but i was a member of that group and um still in the church um 
a lot of people a lot of people are learning things about Jude that they never knew uh, right now um it was to the point where me Clint and Mike were all like leaders of the dish youth choir um but it got to the point where I would take a bible open up that bible point my finger look at the verse and I could um have a discussion on that verse and how it pertained to the district youth choir and people in the choir so like i said religion is not foreign to me i you know um but they they weren't the type of people that were like well if you don't believe in this you're you're not right they never were like they kind of i always say they kind of fold me into the church you know <laughs> so but yeah they're the type of people that i that i love to talk to because they're open honest and they're not pushing an agenda or anything like that. It's just, hey, you know, if you want to come, come. We we want to invite you to come. If you don't come, that's fine. But I'll probably ask you again sometime down the line, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, I will say this and, uh, you know, to kind of pivot into something else that's happening currently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not even in basically in our country. I will say I'll take people coming to my house asking me to find God. <laughs> over what's happening in Israel and Palestine with the Hamas and stuff. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, there have been religious wars happening in the middle East for thousands of years. Yeah. I mean, centuries. I mean, it's, it's just so crazy about like, they just can't seem to get past it. And the worst part is, is like, as time goes on, there are just bigger, Badder weapons that these guys are getting and doing more and more damage. Yeah. Yeah. Over what? You know, that's my so, question. <laughs> the thing, well, the thing that gets me with this whole thing with Israel right now is Hamas and Gaza and all that. Um, they attacked Israel. And they were like, you know, we're we're oh, we attacked Israel and we're gonna kill Israel and all the Israels and everything, like Israelites and everything like that. And then Israel went, you just played fuck around and find out with the wrong people. Yeah. And now Israel is, I mean, just decimating Hamas and Gaza and everything like that. And now Hamas is like, please, ceasefire, ceasefire. I'm like, wait a minute. You started it. Mm -hmm. Like, you went into Israel thinking that you were going to play big britches. And then Israel went, funk and... I don't agree with the way that they they don't care what they hit. Yes. You know, they're hitting hospitals and schools and churches and buildings with, you know, elderly. And, you know, Israel's basically told other people in that area, hey, you need to get out of there or we're going to kill you. Um, I, I, And they're doing it all in the name of God. You know, and it, and it's like, what what is going on with our world right now? You know, it it, it it's a, it's sad. Like you think of Israel, and you're thinking, you know, good people, and you know, I'm not saying that these Israel's Israelites and all that that they're not, but you're you're fighting with each other over religion for the most part, mm -hmm. you know, and and what you believe and you know in the name of god and it's like you're killing each other mm -hmm. you know and just it's sad man it's sad and here's here's my thing people are like oh that's it and a lot of people are like well it's happening over there let them worry about it do you not see what's going on in this world right now <laughs> like in the potential of how bad it could get you know, you have Russia and Ukraine fighting each other. Now you have Israel and and Hamas fighting each other. How soon, how long do you think it's going to take before that comes to our doorstep? And I'm not a warmonger or a fearmonger or anything like that. And, you know, you need to get your guns because they're coming. No, I'm not like that. Um, but if you don't think that at some point in time, somebody's going to take a shot at us, you are ignorant, mm -hmm. you know, now I pity the people who do, but with, and, and, and this rolls into other things too. If you don't think that the rest of the world laughs at us, whenever they see what's going on in our own country, you, you have your head in the sand. Oh, you know? Yes, there's, absolutely. 
there's going to come a point where someone takes a shot at us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's going to be bad because everybody's like, well, we're the big brothers of the, you know, we, we got the big britches and such shit like that. Okay. You know, there are, and, and I've read books on this. Um, there are multiple ways to put us in our place, mm-hmm. multiple ways to do that. And if you don't think that a lot of these countries will band together against us, North Korea, Mm. Russia, China, you know, all these countries, if they get, if they band together and go, Hey, so these guys over here think they're the big brothers of everybody. Let's band together and show them, you know, it's going to get bad. It's going to get real bad. Yeah. I mean, I I don't disagree with you in the fact that, You know, I think that there ever those countries that have been countries and, you know, places where people have lived for, you know, a couple hundred thousand years, probably. By now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's us, you know, <laughs> we're still fairly new as a country and we're kind of still like that new kid on the block. Like, you know, come mm-hmm. test me. Let's see what happens. Right. Um, however, if you look if you take away that aspect of, if you take away that whole, like, we're going to puff our chest out, that kind of thing. We're also a part of the UN and, you know, being a part of the UN is part of that protection. A lot of these countries that are getting in the shit are not a part. Ukraine are not a part of the UN. Not a part of it. Right. Yeah. And they tried, but they tried because they're now being invaded, not because they wanted to be a part of it to begin with. And I, I, I take nothing away from that. I, I don't believe that Ukraine should be invaded. I feel like, that war has gone on far too long. Um, I don't understand how it's okay for us to send billions of dollars at a time in, you know, war aid as well as weapons and things like that. We're helping extend the war. Right. Well, not only that, but it's okay for us to do that. But if we were to get involved with it, that then breaks some kind of a UN issue. The UN war, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I read up on it. Yeah. Right. So, but it's okay to send money. Like, well, we can't get guns. physically involved. <laughs> we can get financially involved. Yes. Which I don't yeah. understand. Like, how is that? You're still basically doing the same thing, just not bringing our, piece, we're not gonna, our people to it. You know, we're not going to pull the trigger, but we're going to give you the gun so you can pull the trigger. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I was listening to something the other day and they said that essentially they feel like that war will just end in a stalemate at some point because there's just like Russia can't do anything. And the Ukraine is just kind of holding ground, but can't go on the offensive because they don't have enough, you know, like, so they're just kind of like, we're just going to sit back. You're going to come at us. We're going to knock you back down. And, you know, you want to know stop, what the, you know? <laughs> You want to know what the war in Russia for Russia and Ukraine proved? That Russia doesn't have a prayer to try and attack us. Yeah. That's all that proved. And I think that that was something that Putin was trying to see. I think yeah. he was testing his military to see if he had a leg to stand on to try and attack the United States. Right. And he was proven. Buddy, don't even throw a spitwad in our direction. Right. Because you have the Ukraine, for all intents and purposes, does not have a quarter of the military that we have. Not even close. Doesn't have the warships, doesn't have the battleships, doesn't have the equipment that the United States has, yet still holding their own and pushing back Russia at all fronts. Yeah. Now imagine what would happen if that was the United States. Right. We're we're gonna turn we're gonna turn Moscow into a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Not only you do know. we have the military, you know, to back it up, but then we also are not a country that says you can't have a gun. So Right. I mean, how many people a day come into our place and, and purchase a, a weapon of some sort? And yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's like like we're we're up to a thousand firearms sold just in our store. Yeah. That's just one little rinky dink store in State College, Pennsylvania. Um you don't think that the citizens 
of the United States are going to go, hey, send me over there. Mm. You know, I I mean, we're and, and we've said this on here before that there are proven that the citizens of the United States have more guns than the military does. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around and find out. You yeah. know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's so. Th- those are the two big ones that are happening currently. Uh, the Israeli Hamas thing is. I, I don't. I don't know it a ton about exactly. I know it is partially a, a religious thing. I know the Gaza Strip is what they're fighting over. There's a a, a portion mm. of that area that they want to take control of, and essentially. One doesn't want to give it up. One will take it, and then the other will take it back, and then one will take it. One, will take it. <laughs> and this has been going on right. for a long time. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah. It's just like I'm glad that we don't have those issues here. Like our, I'm pretty sure Canada is not coming at us. Um, Mexico's not doing it. They got too many margaritas to want to. <laughs> and but if they bring margaritas issues. and tacos, buddy, I might right, be under- you know. <laughs> you know um, Canada yeah. bumps us. They're like, "Oh, we're sorry, eh? We didn't mean to do that." No. <laughs> right, right. But that, um, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about too. Is you know, with you're talking about Canada and Mexico is the border. Um, and I've said this before. I don't care who comes to the United States, as long as they do it legally. Yeah, there is a process to come in the United States. Here's my thing is we're, we're we yell about Mexico you know and 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 all that but we don't say a word about Canada here's the difference how many illegal Canadians do you think are coming into the United <laughs> States you know but here's the difference with that though too is Canada is complete polar opposite from Mexico oh yeah Canada actually cares about their people, taking care of their people. They're the not coming here for a better life because <laughs> they have a better life in Canada for all intents and purposes. Yeah. You know, Mexico is a shithole. You know, there's a lot of bad going mm-hmm. on in Mexico. Um, Now, like whenever we were on our honeymoon, we were in Cancun. I can tell you this now. When we were, when we got to the resort... We went through two security checkpoints just to get to the resort. Yeah. Two heavily armed checkpoints to get to the resort. The The driveway into the resort was three quarters of a mile long. From the road to the resort. Mm. Um, but I will tell you this. The people I knew... I knew when we were out of the United States and I knew when we got back into the United States, not because I had a map and could see where I was at <laughs> because of the way the people treated us. Yeah. When we were in Mexico, the people at that resort treated us like gold, gold. What can I do for you? Can I get you something? Can I do this for you? Let me do this. You know, I'm not even having to ask. When we got back into Florida, when we flew in from Cancun to Florida, I told Megan, I said, I I can tell you right now we're in the United States, 100%. Ignorant, don't care, you're, you're, fuck you, my friend, you know, that night and day. Um, But not everybody is like that in Mexico. You know, it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. You know, people are like, you know, with Canada compared to Mexico, it's one's white, one's black not race i'm just saying you know it's it's the contrast you had to go there you know (laughs) yeah 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 but i mean it's just it's it amazes me the the difference between one and the other um but like i said you know i don't care if i don't care if you come to the united states come in legally though there is a process i agree you know and if you're not coming in legally like why not you know, so I mean, yeah. look, so I, yes, I agree. I agree that I think that that process should happen. 
Um, however, I think there are extreme circumstances because it's not even people from Mexico that are coming here. It are people from Honduras and you know mm-hmm. other South American countries that oh, yeah. you know, yeah. that are just like you said, shitholes, right? So they're coming in groups now. Yes, uh, I think that probably a large majority of those people are like, we want to get out of the place that we're from and go to a place that we know is supposed to be better, right? Better pay, you know, better life situations. It's just spend some time here. You'll find out it's not that much better. It's not much better. Right. But I mean, compared to what they were making, probably right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from the fact that those, there are individuals that are trying to escape something and not just be like coming here to be, you know, to, to break laws, to do things, to think. However, part of that issue. And, and, you know, one of the things that I think that we know because we have a friend who is not a U.S. citizen, but has been here for years Mm-hmm. The process to do it is extremely expensive. And why yeah. is it that expensive? I'm not saying that it should be two bucks, but at the same time, it shouldn't be a couple grand either. Cause you know, you're talking rich about white folks, rich white folks in Washington, DC. Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking about trying to make someone a citizen of your country, right? Numbers grow. How many people in the military are individuals from, you know, from families who probably are here illegally, but they were, the kid was born here, then becomes a, you know, someone in our military to fight for a country that they, their parents really aren't a part of, but live in. And, you know, I, I feel like there needs to be loopholes for that kind of stuff, but reasonable loopholes, not, you know, yes, we need to figure out who the people are coming in to try to sell drugs or move weapons or traffic people or whatever. That's bad news bears. But, um, right. You know, we also need to say, okay, well, there is like a horde of people coming our way. We need to figure out why that's happening. What can we do to help these individuals? And, you know, how can we make that a thing? Like, what do we, you know, I don't know. It just seems. The thing is, is, like you talk about, you know, how many of these people came here illegally and now they're in the military and stuff like that. I think our military, the only thing our military is there for, and 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 I say this out of and, and, and I don't get me wrong, I respect our military, I respect the people that are there. Um, our military's job is to protect the people who run this country, not to protect the citizens of this country. Yeah. There is a difference. I'm a firm believer of that. Our, United, our military here in the United States is strictly to protect the government of the United States. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've said this before. Um, you're never going to get anybody in Washington, D.C. on the front line battlefield fighting for his country if shit would go downhill they're going to be hiding in their little bunkers hiding in their safe spaces while this united states military goes out and fights a war that they'll never get involved with yeah I, they'll come in they'll clean it up afterwards i'm not as familiar with a lot of our politicians and their past history of if they actually spent time in the military or not. There are quite a few that have been in the military. I feel like the they last been, one like, that I feel like would have been like, give me a gun, let's do this, John McCain. And John McCain. <laughs> unfortunately, he yep. passed away. But... Or John McClain. John, John McClain. McClain. It is diehard season. Yeah. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, John McCain, yeah, that is the last one that I can think of. Um, my my thing with the whole and like I said with the military and everything like that, the United States military is not to protect the people. It is not. It is not. The United States military. This is the breakdown. The military is protecting the government. Mm. The police are protecting you. That not that is one hundred percent what that is. <laughs> right. Right. Um. Yeah. Like. And here, and if you want proof of it, 
look at the homeless rate in the United States for former military. You know, we we care about you when you're holding a gun over in Afghanistan or Saudi Arabia or wherever. But when these guys are getting out of the military, the government's going, mm-hmm. we're done because you can't do anything for me now. You're, you're, you're out. I worry about this guy here, this 18-year-old kid that is enlisting in the military. I care about him now because he's going to replace you. Mm-hmm. You know? The, the military don't give a shit about you. They they or the government doesn't give a shit about these military guys. Um go to the VA, talk to somebody who goes to the VA and tell me what type of health care they're getting at the VA. Because it, it's free health care. Yes, it is. And you know what they say? Cheap's not good and good's not cheap. Mm-hmm. You know? So I I I hate to see. And this is why the the numbers for the military are so far down right now, you know, because these people are starting to realize that the government doesn't give a shit about you as long as you're doing something for the government. Right. You know, if you're doing something for the government, yay you. But at the end of the day, you know, the only thing you're getting out of the military is a free meal at Applebee's on Saturday. Yeah. My tax dollars you know, will fix a pothole before it makes someone's military <laughs> retirement right, more right. comfortable. <laughs> right, right. It, it, it's a shame. It, it, 100% it's a shame. I think that these the uh, these politicians and everybody that you have, and I say politicians, not Republican, not Democrat. Oh, yeah. Politicians. These politicians don't care about anything but themselves. You know? We're almost, it's almost time for Black Lives Matter. Mm. Real close. And I say that out of the respect because I understand that there are people out there that support this. Yeah. I, I support you. I don't support a group. I support you. But when's the last time you heard about Black Lives Matter? 2020, right? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. During an election year, you'll hear about Black Lives Matter. During an election year, you hear about all these other groups because, you know, we care about Black Lives Matter. We care about these people. We care about these people. They only care about you every four years. That's it. You know, they'll, it's kind of like Michael Blue Blay during Christmas. You know, we pull Blue Blay out for Christmas or Mariah Carey to sing. All I want for Christmas, and then whenever that holiday's gone, we put them back on the shelf, put them in a box. Well, hey, buddy, we'll see you during Christmas ne- time next year. Right. You know, it, 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 yeah. Like I said, the military, I feel bad for those guys, you know, because they care about you while you're in. They don't give a shit about you when you're out. So let me, let me ask you this, because I've, I have, I have really kind of honestly stepped away from the news for a while and it wasn't something I did purposely. It's just that I don't have like cable anymore. Um, I'm probably not on any of the news websites as much as I used to be. Um, Do we feel like Democrats and Republicans, that whole like, you know, Rams, you know, running into each other at the top of the mountain kind of thing has calmed a little bit uh, before this election started, or do we think it's still going pretty strong? I think it's still going pretty strong. Mm. Um, and, and, and the proof of that is when you do turn on the news or you turn on, or you look at Facebook or you, you look at other things. Look, I, I, I have said this before, the military and the government and everything is never going to come in and take care of a problem or anything like that. We are doing a phenomenal job taking care of that ourselves with the whole Republican and Democrat. Republicans, oh, it's the Democrats' fault. Democrats, well, it's the Republicans' fault. It's the government's fault. Yeah. Just they they put out enough to where you're going to fight with each other, and then they'll just come in and clean it up after we kill each other. You know, after the election, the last election, it was bad. Bad. You know, well, the fucking democrats or goddamn republicans you know 
Um, whatever happened to just there is no united in the United States anymore. There is not. It's the states of America, not the United. We're not united in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know when we get united, we get united whenever Joe Blow over here goes into his high school with an Uzi and guns down 20-some kids. Then we're united for about four or five days. And even that's getting bad because now, whenever that happens, somebody goes out there and goes, well, the Democrats are just going to want to take my guns and the Republicans are just going to want to not take the guns. And, you know, you're missing the point. You yeah. know, it, it's, it, yeah. You know, and it just, it, it amazes me the way that, you know, we band together like whenever, and, and to all due respect to Matthew Perry, when Matthew Perry passed away, I heard more about Matthew Perry's death than a shooting that happened in Maine. You know, it the death of an actor foreshadowed multiple people dying. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so we we care more about one celebrity than we do a group of other people just because they're not famous. You know, or it, it shouldn't be that way, though. You know, like everybody thumps. And this is the same thing with like talking about the Bible thumpers. We get the gun rights thumpers that whenever something happens like this, it's we need to ban these guns. And then within four or five days, you hear nothing. Mm -hmm. It goes away. You know, like whenever, whenever the Las Vegas shooting happened. You know, you heard all these people about, oh, we're going to ban guns and we're going to do this and we're going to do better and we need to do this. So we need to do that. We need to do this. And, you know, you have all these politicians going, well, I'm going to try and pass this law or I'm going to try and do this law or I'm going to try and do this. And nothing happened. They waited for it to die down. And once it died down to where no one was talking about it, it's like it just went away. You know, um, and it shouldn't. It absolutely should not um we talk about this at work and, and you, i'm sure you'll hear hear about it whenever you're there you know people will come back to the gun barn and they'll start talking you know i tell them about how they're trying to do a three-day wait period for background checks well that infringes all my rights it absolutely does not mm -hmm. they're not saying that you can't have a gun they're saying that they want to do their due diligence to make sure you should have that gun. right there's i don't see a problem with that if i can legally own a firearm What's the difference between me getting it today and getting it on, on Monday? Right. There shouldn't be a need no that difference. you have a rush for a gun. <laughs> right, right. Here's my thing. And and you might know this now that you're you're part of it and you're involved with it. If I have a restraining order on me or a protection from abuse, and I go to get a firearm, where on that background check does it say? anything or does it check for to see if i have a pfa against me yeah Doesn't. i mean honestly from our point of view we fill out the paperwork it goes somewhere they come back and tell us yes or no that we don't know what they're looking at i mean i'm sure that there's something somewhere that'll tell us like this is what they look for but if i'm being right. honest with you I, I do i haven't looked at what that is so i don't you know i mean i assume mm -hmm. they're looking for all those kinds of things but but if I have a PFA against me and I can't, here's the other thing too, like a PFA, I technically can't get a firearm. I'm going to get denied in a heartbeat. I should get denied in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Nothing on that background check over the one that we do says anything about that. Um, if you're in Pennsylvania and you have a medical marijuana card, you're not supposed to get a firearm. Mm -hmm. Period. Nothing on that background check. And the reason why I know this is because I know that we have sold two firearms to people who have medical marijuana cards. I didn't sell them, but I know two people who did get firearms who have medical marijuana cards. They're not supposed to get a firearm, but nothing on that background check looks for says yeah. you checks for that. Nothing. You know, try and get a job at Penn State and see how long your background check takes. <laughs> Takes about five to ten days for that to come back. Yeah. 
but my background check can come back in two minutes. What are you checking? You know what I mean? What, how, and, and you know, you know, you've seen, we put background checks through and 15 seconds later approved. Yeah. So what are you checking? You know, how, what can you possibly be checking in the 15 seconds it took for that to come back? You know, it, it, know. it, it amazes me. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't, it's, uh, there, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff. I know from this recent election on Tuesday, I think it was like Virginia and Ohio actually lost some Republican seats and Democrats took over. So mm-hmm. that's kind of big. I mean, except, especially Virginia. I mean, that's a pretty Republican state for the most part. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I don't know what that means as far as. So I'll just kind of be blunt about it. I am not a, you know, a a Biden hater, right? However, I feel like the man is too old. Um, I don't feel... I agree with you. Yeah, I don't feel like he... I'm not saying he's not competent. I just don't know if he connects well with the people he really needs to connect well with. I mean... Gen X our group is now starting to come into the limelight when it comes to these huge political movements and changes and like how the, the world should be. I mean, it's funny because like you, you go on TikTok, right. And you see video of video after video of how things used to be when we were growing up and we were kind of that, we're kind of that middle ground generation of, you know, where we went outside, but we also had video games or, but we we didn't really flock to just playing video games. We went outside, you know. Now mm-hmm. kids are, you know, playing games or on their phones, whatever. So we're that last group of people who really learn how to kind of function on their own and do things. And we're coming into a point now where millennials are gonna start being that bigger voice. Being those people in charge. Yeah. And they were the ones that hid in the house. <laughs> right, right. And it gets but, worse and worse so, every year. <laughs> right, right. My here's my thing for for with the elect presidential election that's going to be coming up. Do I think that Joe Biden is competent enough to run this country and be president? I do not. I do not. Um, I think that he is. And I don't mean to offend anybody when I say this. I think he's too old. I think I think he is out of touch with some things. Um, here's my thought process on this, though, as well. Um, the president, up until I would say Trump, was just a figurehead. Just a figurehead. The government has to has to work. For the president, mm-hmm. in order to get things passed through, I think Biden is out of touch with some of that. I don't think he understands some things either, with the way the, the I don't think he understands the way that the world is going right now. And there you have it, beers and bros fans. We're back with more state of our nation information. That rhymed. It was fun. Uh, so, yeah, we decided we wanted to continue to do episodes like this throughout the years. This is kind of a, a follow-up to the one that we just had a little while ago, and we thought we'd just kind of catch everybody up and, and talk about how we were feeling with all these crazy things that are happening with Trump and his trials and how he's going to be running for president and will he be allowed to run for president, um, not to mention all the other things that are happening in this world still and uh you know it's been crazy right we have we still have the war in ukraine we still now we have this war in, in israel with hamas and uh with the gaza strip and uh you know there's just a lot going on and uh, to be honest like i said in the, this episode i did step away from media from the news for a while and uh, i feel a little uh like I'm, I'm a little left out of it so i'm not really sure what's happening but uh in this episode we try to catch everybody up with that we're going to talk more about it also in our second episode and then we'll probably do a couple of these throughout the year um 
So we hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to share, get this out there for us. Uh, you know, we always like when we have new listeners, we, we like opinions. Please share those opinions with us. Let us know what's going down and uh, we'll, we'll respond as much as possible. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this one. Thanks again from Jude and I. Uh, check out our Facebook page for any other information and uh, have a great one. We'll see you next week with a part two of the state of our nation. We're back. <laughs>